This is Today in History, May the 31st. On this day in 1578, the Christian catacombs of ancient Rome were accidentally discovered by workers digging in a vineyard along the Via Solaria. Also in 1790, President George Washington signed into law the first U.S. Copyright Act. In 1889, some 2,200 people in Johnstown, Pennsylvania perished when the South Fork Dam collapsed, sending 20 million tons of water rushing through the town. On this day in 1921, a race riot erupted in Tulsa, Oklahoma, as white mobs began looting and leveling the affluent black district of Greenwood over reports a black man had assaulted a white woman in an elevator. Hundreds are believed to have died. Also on this day in 1935, movie studio 20th Century Fox was created through a merger of the Fox Film Corporation and 20th Century Pictures. In 1962, former Nazi official Adolf Eichmann was hanged in Israel a few minutes before midnight for his role in the Holocaust. And in 1977, the Trans-Alaska oil pipeline, three years in the making despite objections from environmentalists and Alaska natives, was completed. The first oil began flowing through the pipeline 20 days later. On this day in 1985, 88 people were killed, more than 1,000 injured, when 41 tornadoes swept through parts of Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York, and Ontario, Canada during an eight-hour period. It sounded like a freight train or something coming for the house. I was so scared I didn't even think about it. I don't even know what I heard. I've seen uh, tidal waves and typhoons over in the South Pacific. Nothing like this. In 1994, the United States announced it was no longer aiming long-range nuclear missiles at targets in the former Soviet Union. In 2005, breaking the silence of 30 years, former FBI official W. Mark Felt stepped forward as Deep Throat, the secret Washington Post source during the Watergate scandal. Mark Felt will be remembered as somebody who had the courage to break out of the mold. Felt realized that there was this orchestrated, well-funded cover-up being run by the Nixon re-election committee in 72 in the Nixon White House. And uh, in a sense, every bone in his body told him, play by the rules, but he realized that everyone else was breaking the rules, and so he was willing to guide us and talk, and uh, it was the nature of the clandestine meetings that, that gave it a weight and said, look, this is serious law-breaking that's going on. And on this day, in 1977, the BBC bands God Save the Queen. They were being offensive and blasphemous almost against the position of the monarch. And that was something that she did care about, much more than for any personal discomfort. Johnny Rotten said, quote, There are not many songs written over baked beans at the breakfast table that went on to divide a nation and force a change in popular culture, end quote. Sex Pistols manager Malcolm McLaren had hoped that God Save the Queen would receive a whirlwind of negative press. And it did. On May 31st, 1977, the song earned a total ban on radio airplay from the BBC. Never thought we'd be taken quite that seriously, but as I say to myself and to everyone else of 20 solid years, I'm more than pleased I was. Normally, a kiss of death for a pop single, but for an anti-establishment rant like God Save the Queen, it was a powerful endorsement. The BBC labeled the record an example of gross and bad taste. However, even with the radio ban in place and many major retailers, refusing to sell the controversial single God Save the Queen sold up to 150,000 copies a day in late May and early June. Even with
with those sales figures, God Save the Queen only hit number two on the official UK pop charts. The BBC bans the Sex Pistols God Save the Queen, May 31st, 1977, on this day in history.